Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show across the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. And I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge daily to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. I'm C.L. Bryant, and I want to thank you again for being there, making our show as popular as it has become. Been here with you, my goodness, two days in a row. But I got to tell you, you folks out in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, I am headed your way for two full days there in Phoenix. I think that's Friday and Saturday. I'll be there with you. And uh, we're going to be doing all we can to build, educate, and mobilize the largest grassroots effort in the country. That's FreedomWorks. FreedomWorks.org. Go to FreedomWorks.org. There's a lot of people uh, that uh, I certainly uh, pray for, care about, and all that type thing. But there's one, uh, my good friend Leanne. I'm praying and lifting her up in prayer right now. And uh, shout out to you. Have a great uh, day, Leanne, out there in uh, Land of Sunshine. And I certainly uh, want to uh, say to my good friend, uh, Alan Page, um, you know, get well, get well, um, get well. And to both of you, Leanne and to Alan, God will make you whole again, uh, totally, totally, completely in the name of Jesus. And so um, today, friends, uh, reflecting on everything that's going on, uh, I'm having on with me in the bottom of this hour uh, a good friend guy I've known for years and years and years uh, now, known Moon for many years now, um, Moon Griffon. And Moon Griffon is known as the voice of Louisiana. And uh, that's what we're going to be um looking at in this show with him as infrastructure, you know, Louisiana is one of the uh, poorest states in the union. One of the poorest states in the union. I told you yesterday that uh, Moon, that uh, not Moon, but uh, Bill Cassidy, Senator Bill Cassidy, has disappointed Louisianians big time. Now, this infrastructure bill has just passed. And um, <laughs> I got to tell you, I got to tell you folks something. This does not make 
any sense whatsoever that Republicans would go along with this type of spending. Going to talk to Moon Griffon about that. What does it mean for you if you're, hey, listen, let me tell you something. You need to hear me. If you're struggling right now to make ends meet, if you're struggling right now to make ends meet, you ain't seen nothing yet. The price of everything is about to go up, which, of course, makes huh, the, 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 well, harder to, harder to eat, makes it harder to eat. Have you even looked at the price of, or have, did you stop looking at the price of beef long ago? The price of beef, you might as well try and raise a cow. And, and and butcher it yourself if that's what you do. You might as well try and raise the cow, the calf, feed it, raise it, and butcher it. You actually come out better than going to the store and buying beef these days. If you are having a difficult time now, Making ends meet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Bill Casty uh, is in on it. And Moon Griffon and I, the voice of Louisiana, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on in the show. In fact, coming up at the uh, bottom of this hour, we're going to have uh, him on. Then I have another friend, uh, Dr. Uh, Rafael Yosref, uh, will be on with me. And... um, he is a native-born Cuban, and, uh, of course, Cuba wants to be free. And in order to, to really experience it, I think we need to open up Cuba like we did, like Puerto Rico, like Puerto Rico, and, uh, you know, make it, make, it, make it the jewel of the Caribbean. Like it once was, but make it ours. I think the Cuban people in Florida, in South Florida, <laughs> would absolutely be all over that. I don't know, but Doctor Yosef, uh, who is also politically active down there in South Florida, uh, is in fact uh, going to talk to us about that today. In the second hour of the C.L. Bryant show, do not go away. Um, I, if I'm if I'm able to be live tomorrow, it looks like we're going to have Eric McTaxis on with us. Eric will be on with us, and I certainly want you to hear that one. Uh, one of the great minds of our time. I was with him up in Birmingham. Uh, he and Sam Sorbo, along with another great pastoral mind, uh, Tom Askell. Uh, was with us and Larry Taunton, one of the smartest guys in the room, whatever room it's in, uh, whatever room it, it's in. Uh, Larry walks in. He's he's one of the smartest guys in there. And so, um, if not the smartest guy in the room. And so, uh, Eric Metaxas, Eric Metaxas 
We'll um, we're trying to get Eric on tomorrow. If I'm live, we'll have Eric on with us. It uh, could do you some good to try and see how uh, a life that has been well spent, because the man, after all, has been governor of uh, the state of New York. I mean, that, that's no small feat, even though you are the, uh, was indeed the heir apparent to that post, having your father had been governor and you and your brother were princes of the city. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see how you could become governor of the state of New York. But Andrew Cuomo is no idiot. I mean, Andrew Cuomo has always been smart. He's a street fighting type type of guy. Uh, always admired uh, his father's ability to uh, his oration. One of the great orators ever, Mario Cuomo. His father was Andrew is not the orator that his father was, but uh, he's just as tough. And anybody that knew Mario Cuomo met Mario Cuomo on one occasion. I believe it was just one. Just one occasion, um, way back when New York was uh, still kind of rough and tumble, although Rudy Rudy was bringing it under, was um, about to bring it under control. But he would throw elbows too, even though he was a really nice guy and all that kind of stuff as far as a public figure is concerned. Um, Andrew Cuomo learned how to throw elbows from his dad. I'm sure Chris, Chris is the same way. His brother's the same way. So what am I saying? I'm saying you're looking at the imploding of a dynasty. When you see Andrew Cuomo on television groveling the way he's groveling, you are seeing a dynasty imploding. Chris Cuomo was uh, uh, looking forward to being the first brother. He was looking forward to that. Because, as I told you yesterday, they had Cuomo in the wings waiting to uh, 25th Amendment, uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, that, that that was the deal. You had Schumer in place. You had Pelosi in place in California. Schumer in New York, Pelosi in California. Uh, Those uh, who wanted Biden out and Cuomo in, all points in between were on board with that. But Cuomo, he fumbled the ball. Whether he did or not, everybody's innocent until proven guilty. But uh, I just, I tell you what. I can't put anything past anybody, especially the way that they tried to railroad the president, Donald John Trump. I would not put it past anybody to try and railroad the chances and possibilities of Andrew Cuomo. I do not know Andrew Cuomo. Like I said, I met his father once uh, years ago, but I have never met Andrew Cuomo. I don't know what kind of person he is. But we do know what he's being, what type of person he's being accused of being. Huh? This is a, this is not just um, a one, one and done act that hit for him. No, he is a serial uh, offender, according to the accusers. Now, in order for this many female accusers to come forward, and, it, and it's not true, if, this, if there's smoke here and there's really no fire, 
but just someone with a smoke can, then you know that this was orchestrated big time against the governor. Now, the governor, you know, he, when, he's on, he, when he's on television uh, talking and his attorney, his female attorney uh, that, that he has representing him, she sounds very credible. He sounds very credible. It sounds as though, well, you know, gee whiz, it could have been made up. But on the other hand, I don't know. It would have to be one heck of a coordinated effort to take him down with 11 different accusers, all saying basically the same thing, all risking being exposed the way they're being exposed, uh, opening themselves up to criticism and crossfire. Um, It's usually not worth it unless... You are righteously indignant about what happened to you. And you want the person who did it to pay. That is the only way that I see this, uh, you know, not being true. I, I, that's the only way I see this not being true. If you just have um, these people who have been coordinated, and I just don't, I just don't see that. I just don't see that happening. But anyway, uh, if I were him, and of course I'm not, <laughs> uh, and, and it's easy for people to say that because you're not them. You don't know what their uh, emotional and mental. Uh, point of view is you don't know you never know that uh it's always easy to talk to someone about what you would do what you know if, if you was in that situation uh maybe you won't because maybe you wouldn't if you knew all of the pieces that go into being them and all of the the different pieces that have to work uh in in conjunction in order for life to go on uh, the way you would like it to go on for family members and friends and people who know you, uh, you know, that type of thing. You, 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 if you're not them, you don't know why they do what they do. And so he wants to hold on. I know it must be. Uh, it would have to be. It would have to be. A horrible thing to be the head of the dynasty. Uh, that that the Cuomos have built in New York City. And he's the head of that dynasty. He's the governor of New York State. And to for to have to leave that in disgrace, his ancestry would, you know, it would just be a black stain. And and that it, it would just be awful. But he's that's what he is. He's groveling. He is groveling right now and uh i get the word now breaking news and he should have done it andrew cuomo has just resigned as we speak i was just about to say he should resign and he has the people around him were indeed Jumping off the ship. They saw it coming. His chief of staff, female chief of staff he had, 
She jumped off the other day. When she left, I knew right then it was over. Mario Cuomo, breaking news. Mario Cuomo has just resigned the governorship, the gubernatorial office in the state of New York City. Uh, This is huge news. Uh, And NBC is reporting it. NBC New York is reporting that Governor Mario, Governor Andrew Cuomo has just resigned and his um, father must be absolutely rolling. Yeah. Uh, Chris, when he went on, Chris Cuomo, when he went on sabbatical from CNN, you knew that the, the beginning of the end was coming. It was coming. And when his um, chief of staff resigned yesterday, when she resigned, you had to know it was over. Yeah, it was all over. So uh, thank you for that, uh, Michelle, sending that in. Thank you, Michelle, for sending that in. Uh, My executive producer just informed me that the governor of New York City the governor of New York, Mario Cuomo, has resigned. All right. This will be a very exciting news day. And uh, guess what? The Democrats, their house, their house, is being exposed. Check me out on Twitter at Rev C L Bryant. Just a couple of days ago, I re-released "Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire," talking about Andrew Cuomo. Uh, I it spoke real talk about how uh, they, he had kicked the door open. He had kicked the door open so that all of us who have been listening to these Democrat lies for so long could actually expose them all. The exposure for him has been so deep. The governor of New York state, Andrew Cuomo, son of Mario, former governor of New York, and brother to Chris, Fredo Cuomo, has now resigned. Moon Griffon, the voice of Louisiana, will be coming up right after these words, these brief words. Oh, I mean, it's a breaking news day. This is going to buzz. Get the popcorn out. It's going to be it's going to be a great news night if you're a news junkie. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm CL. <laughs>
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Coast to coast, border to border throughout the fruited plains of America. Breaking news, breaking news. And uh, in fact, this is a news shattering day. Expect it. But mm, Governor, Governor Andrew Cuomo has resigned the office of governor in New York City. That's huge. That's huge. And um, we will be talking about that more in uh, the show as we go on through the show. We'll be talking more about uh, his resignation. And we will, of course, uh, bring you any updates that uh, will occur as this breaking news day goes on. Uh, Sometimes you hold on as long as you can. But the best thing for him to do is get out of the governor's chair. Don't drag the state down with you. Get out of it. Rehabilitate yourself, if that's possible. And then come back and fight another day. I mean, you know, uh, hey, Bill Clinton was forgiven Monica Walensky. He was. In that Democrat Party, they forgive, they forgive, they forgive you. You can come back and fight another day because, to tell you the truth, uh, on the Democrat side of the ledger, you have uh, uh, dumber. You, and you have on the Democrat side of that ledger, you have dumb and you have dumber. So their only hope was Mario. What, what I mean was Andrew, Andrew Cuomo. But now he evidently has gone up in flames, not dragging the state down with him. He bailed on out as he was told to do. There's a lot of folks who need to bail out right now, and uh, one of them, I'm, you know I'm from the great state of Louisiana, even though I'm residing here in Florida right now, and, uh, but someone, someone who is still in the great state of Louisiana, and he's keeping an eye on that Louisiana state senator who I believe has betrayed us all, and that's none other than a man that I helped vigorously become senator and i don't know we're gonna talk about it with my good friend the voice of louisiana none other than moon griffon welcome to the cl bryant show how are you friend mr cl it's always a pleasure to be with my brother thank you so much for having me and uh hey we miss you man but i tell you what uh i may i may follow you Come on down. Hey, it's room at the cross. It's room at the cross, Moon. Senator Cassidy, you know, I'm starting to believe. Now, I call him Psycho Bill. He's, he's, he's way over here to the right with Trump and all that. Then he's impeaching him. And then he's this and that. He's all over the place. And he's kind of psychotic now. Uh, the problem he's got, though, is uh, 
CL, is that he's now lying. We got two state sen- United States senators. I think, if, if I'm correct, the United States Constitution says every state has two United States senators. That's right. Well, I think we need to get Jeff Landry, the attorney general, to sue because we only got one. John <laughs> Kennedy seems to be from Louisiana. He both like Louisiana. Bill Cassidy is originally from Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. So my protest and my what I want to do is sue to find out if if Illinois has three, wow, three United States senators and we only have one because I'm starting to believe we only got one because the guy's voting like he's from Chicago or from Illinois. He's voting like he's from where he's originally from. That's how bad he's gotten on everything. Well, you know, Moon, when I look at the state of Louisiana, my home where I love, I'm, I'm from where you down there in, in Acadiana, my, my roots run into Acadiana, Lake Charles, and all the way over to New Orleans. But, oh, yeah. But, but this is the thing, Moon. Uh, how is it that Louisiana has been drug into uh, this progressive, liberal, even Marxist uh, type of this state of mind? How, how is it that this state, our state, has gotten to that point? You talk to us. Well, I, 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 first, I think that everything's about money here. And we have lost so many good, bright, young people that have moved out of this state for better jobs and better opportunities. Because, as you know, one thing we don't have here is a lot of jobs. We don't, we don't attract educated people. The people that are educated, they leave. We attract. We've made it easy to be poor here. We've made it easy. Listen, when you're bragging about expanding Medicaid and increasing the unemployment uh, benefits, and you're bragging about raising the minimum wages because you're not bragging about the jobs you create. So what it's doing is creating more, it's making it easy for poor people. It's making it easy for uneducated people. And uneducated people, they're easy to drag along into this Marxist socialism belief. Now, if they're not black, they're not white, they're just people. And the the sad thing about it is we made it easy to become poor. So guess what? We take it for granted. And everything is government, government jobs, government this, government that. So guess what? Your mindset has went into, hey, this is just the way we do it here. But I'm telling you, I just lost another nephew and another one getting ready to leave. Very well educated. One just went to Birmingham, Alabama, told his mama, been gone three months, I'm never coming back. The life we live here is totally different than we live in Louisiana. And the other one just interviewed in Denver, extremely intelligent, 4.0 at LSU. Wow. Getting ready to leave. He's never coming back. And, and so what you happen is a brain drain of people who can think for themselves and do for themselves versus people who can't. That's what's happened here. Wow. That's what's happened in the great state of Louisiana. Wow, Moon. And what you have just described sounds like an outbound road that's just one way our kids are growing up i know my kids did it i know my kids did the same thing they bailed out of louisiana and uh, and now i have is there any is there any coming back from the path that this this once great state uh is on moon i mean what what kind of hope is there for it you know you know you know you know see i'm just like you i'm a man of faith and i believe in christ you know there's always hope but you got to do things. You got to put your feet to your hope. You got to put your face to your hope. And we're not doing anything to change what's going on. We're not even trying. The governor we have right now backed in twice because people don't understand what they're doing. They're voting for somebody to grow government. They're not grow, voting for somebody to inspire you to go be the best you can be. They're not, but we didn't, you know what I'm saying? So what's happening is 
if you ain't got no feet and faith to your hope, you're going to die. And Louisiana is kind of a dying state right now. And that's why you see best and brightest and people that get it go, you know what? I think I can do better with my life. I think we can do better. And those are the ones leaving. And the ones that don't have a lot of hope, they say, well, this is the best I can do. So I just accept it. You don't have, nobody has to accept their life the way it is. Nobody. Now, Moon, be the best you can be anywhere. Let me ask you this then. Does that translate to a national scene when we look at what's happening with these Democrats running America? Are they making America the same thing that you're describing of Louisiana? Are they making it easy to be poor here in this country, not prosperous, not working and taking government? Is that translating into something national? And is it by design, Moon Griffon? Well, let me me just tell you, it probably is in a big-time way. I just never thought we would ever accept what we're accepting now. It makes me look like, I don't care if somebody says Trump wouldn't cheat it or not. It makes me look like it was worth them cheating. It's like, who voted for this? Who voted for our country to open the borders and let anybody in? We're masking our kids. We, we demanded people get vaccinated. I've nothing wrong with the vaccinations. We'll get vaccinated. That's fine. But we let those people come in and go free anywhere they want to go. Where the people that are citizens, legal citizens, you, you can't do any, you, you got to go get a mask on and you got to go get vaccinated. You got to go get this. And they tell them what to do, but they leaving them under control. So Jesse CL is happening, but I really thought that election, I still believe it was cheated. They had to cheat. I do not believe most people believe what we're seeing right now. I do not believe people voted for what we're seeing right now. Absolutely I don't not. That. I don't believe we went that far yet. Absolutely Maybe not. Absolutely not. And you know what, Moon? There is no way, first of all, that Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama. And then no second, way. secondly, no there is no way that Joe Biden got more votes than any president ever elected in the United no States way. in history. That is just not possible, folks. It don't make any hey, sense any way you look at it. He never even had to campaign and he got the most votes ever. Go and put that on top of that. The man couldn't even campaign. <laughs> and he got the most votes ever. And so I still feel like that they had to win that one. And if we lose one more, I, I don't know what to do. But, you know, let me just end with this, CL. You know, God, Christ is going to come back. Yeah. Amen. And I, my wonder, this is my wonder I'm putting out. My, I'm just wondering, do things have to happen in the United States of America? Because we're not profoundly mentioning end times. Do things have to happen here before the Lord comes back? That's, that that would be my question to you and someone else. And if, if, if something happens, it's just not it. <laughs> it's just not where we're going. You know, Moon, uh, having been a, a pastor for many, many years, nearly 40 years, I pastored churches. And this question has come up on many occasions. Uh, we don't see the West. We don't see the West. We see the, the kings of the East. We see the kings of the North. But we don't see the kings Correct. of the West, which would be yes, America. Sir. And it does appear that for some reason, our part in end time history is not recorded in the the only book that has been able to tell prophetically what the beginning and the end times are going to be. And we're not we're not mentioned. So your your, your question, I, I believe, Moon, would have to be a very valid one, because we have to ask that question, where is this America? Where is that nation? You know, let me just say this, CL, because I do have to go, but 
I always ask my friend when you say, well, you know, Christ is going to, the Lord's going to come back, the Lord's going to come back. I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. I know he's coming back. Are you ready? Because we say it, but we never act like we're really ready. We say it, we know it's going to happen, but do we really want that to happen? Because for it to happen, we may have to go through stuff for that to happen. I'm not saying this is it, but I'm just saying we may have to go through things for that to happen. So if you got a question, do you really believe he's coming back? And if you do... Are you ready? That's what. He, that's ready? why he told us, Moon, I believe what was going to happen so we'd know what we were looking at. And so, listen, man, I, I, listen, Moon, we got we to do this more often. Uh, and, well, I and, need to get you on my program, too, see. I'm going to tell you what, tell you, lady, get back in touch with me. We'll do it whenever you want to. And I appreciate you, as always, man. God bless you so much. God bless and keep you, my friend. Talk to you soon. That, that was Moon Gravon. Moon Gravon, the voice of Louisiana. My good buddy. I got to tell you a Moon story. I was going to tell it while he was on the air. I got to tell you a Moon Gravon story. Uh, Moon uh, and I were met for the first time oh, many years ago now. And so I had called him. I had called him. I had just come back into town. I had been up. I'd been in uh, Tampa. I'd been in Tampa, Florida. And uh, pastoring, a, uh, pastoring a church in Tampa, Florida, Fedona Sassa, out in Fedona Sassa. And um, I had come back to Tampa, I mean to uh, Shreveport, come back to Shreveport, my hometown. And I turned on the radio and was hearing this voice and I liked what he was saying. I said, wow, this guy, like me, I need to meet him. Called him and um, talked to Moon and said, hey man, you know, yada yada, this is who I am, you know, at the time. Uh, you know, I was, had been president of NAACP now was, you know, converting to, you know, conservatism and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, la, 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 had, had, had a successful radio, uh, television program in Tampa focused on reality. And, uh, in fact, I had started it in Shreveport. I had, I had, uh, the show on the air in Shreveport. In fact, um, focus on reality in Tampa won, uh, the golden cassette back then you had cassettes awards. And so anyway, Call Moon, say, hey, man, uh, you know, let's meet halfway between where you are. He was living in Monroe at the time, and I was living in Shreveport. Let's meet in Arcadia, halfway between Monroe and Shreveport. Anybody know the area? You know where I'm talking about. And we stopped this real restaurant on the side of the road and um, uh, told, him, told him where to meet me, you know, yada, yada. So I pull up, and I believe he must be already there because I'm running late as usual. <laughs> And uh, I walk in, and I'm looking around, looking around, and uh, I don't see what I think I, I should be seeing. And, and there's this guy standing, this tall guy standing next to me, a white guy. He's standing there next to me. And I said, hey, man, would you know Moon Griffon if you saw him? And he said in his voice, you heard him on the radio, uh, you know, I am Moon Griffon, you know, in his voice. And this is what happened. He was looking for me, too. I was looking for a black guy, and he was looking for a white guy. <laughs> it, was, it was really a strange meeting. And he and I tell that story sometimes when we uh, are together. We were together back in January. It's been a while now back in, in Shreveport. Um, one of my last events that I did in Shreveport uh, was with Moon. One, one of the last event I think I did in Shreveport was with Moon Griffon. And uh, he was fantastic. Uh, we always have a great time together. He and I went on tour with uh, Janine Pirro through uh, Louisiana 
from the north to the south. We went all the way down to the south of Louisiana and um, had a great time with Judge Janine. Now, you heard him. Is this a um, time where we're all being tested? Every one of us being tested. And, and, and the things that we're about to go through, even though, even though I got to tell you, the economy itself, and that's, why, that's exactly why we don't need an extra stimulus package. We don't need, we don't need this, this much money to borrow this much money because the economy, the only thing people have to do is get back to work. Okay, that's all people have to do is go back to work. But Moon said it, I think, best. He said what we're doing is making it easy for people to remain poor. And you can believe this. There is no way that the government can ever pay you enough money to be anything other than poor. In less prosperous country, you have people who are destitute because the country is destitute. The country is broke because the the, the people were, were were they made it easy for them to be poor, and so what they boil what it boils down to is that they wind up paying your electricity, they wind up paying uh, for the roof over your head, they, the the water, whatever it is that you're doing, they wind up paying that, and in turn they give you they give you a minimal amount of money so that you can, I don't know, give it back to them. in taxes that you pay at your grocery store and at the gas pump. When, when they take over like they are taking over, poor people begin to multiply. And it's unnecessary right now because the American economy is booming. Yeah. If you can make some money, you can make some money. You can. The American economy is booming. But the leadership that you have placed in D.C., the person you have used and put in the Oval Office as a figurehead, their concerted effort and end game is to destroy the free market system. And for some reason, they do not care if the Chinese become the dominant economic power on the earth. Naturally, you understand why Joe Biden doesn't care because his son Hunter is their pawn, right? That's why he doesn't care because his son Hunter is their pawn. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't care about what they're trying to do to you and, of course, your children. I'll be back. I'm CL. Don't worry. was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. Across the fruited plains and border to border around the globe, the C.L. Bryant Show is on the air throughout the fruited plains. And I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on Red State Talk Radio, um, the largest talk platform in America. And if you're traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not. And there you will see the Red State Talk uh, billboard and uh, 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there hourly. And C.L.'s looking back at you. The old CL's looking right back at you there in Times Square. I certainly do appreciate all of you uh, coming along with us as uh, we uh, do our best to give you water cooler talk and things to talk about around the supper table and things to talk about while you're driving down the road uh, with uh, that significant other or whoever it might be. We give you something to discuss, things to turn over. And the thing that's turning over in the news industry right now is that Democrat governor, New York governor, Mario, uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Cuomo, say that fast 10 times, has resigned the governorship of New York state after being called upon by Joe Biden. Of course, that was Ocasio-Cortez calling upon him through Joe Biden to resign. That's what has happened. And other prominent Democrats were saying to him, you're a a rascal. You're being accused of harassment. Go away. That's what they were saying to him. And uh, in a midday uh, press conference, uh, Cuomo repeated his defense that he did not intend to offend anybody. I didn't mean to do it. I did not mean to do it, is what he was saying. But at the very end of all of that, at the top of the hour, it was almost like high noon staged. He resigned. His brother saw it coming. He took a leave from CNN. And his chief of staff, she saw she saw it coming too. She turned in her badge yesterday. Adios, I'm going on vacation, vacation. And um, I'll resurface when the smoke clears. That's what everybody's doing. In fact, that's what Mar- that's what uh, Andrew Cuomo is doing right now himself. He's uh, bailing out of a plane that is 
going to crash. There's nothing he can do to control it anymore. He's lost all control of it. So he has a parachute. He has parachute. He has little. He has money. He has plenty of money. Yeah. In fact, that book that um, he, you know, <laughs> it's plenty of money. All of us should do as well with their books as he's done <laughs> with his. He's got plenty of money, so he's got a parachute. So the plane is going down. Bail out. And shoot down to somewhere, a lush green field, and uh, you see the hills and little valley there with stream running through it. Go and become comfortable there for a while. If you want to come back, come on back. But let the smoke clear. I still say, before Moon Griffon, Moon Griffon was on with me in the um, last segment. Thank goodness for his friendship and, uh, and everything. Uh, Moon was on with me. And um, this is what I really like about what he said. Moon was saying that what we're seeing here in America right now is an all-out push effort right now to make being poor easy. You see, what is also is happening, what also is happening, what's also happening is this. The, uh, what we used to call, what, what the old people used to call gumption, the want to, uh, the, the self-motivating factor that has always governed America and pushed us through whatever it is, that is being dulled. It's being dulled in the minds of our children. They are becoming wards. And they are becoming codependent, which naturally takes away the self-motivation. When you're codependent and you, everybody gets a trophy and every, everything turns out, uh, comes up roses, even if you did not even contribute. When you can do Chinese arithmetic, well, I, mean, I shouldn't say Chinese arithmetic, but when you can do uh, 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 cancel culture arithmetic. And any answer you come up with is okay when that becomes the order of the day, my friends, you must see you not are you gonna see you must see a breakdown in society because all order is gone once you take away mathematical order are you kidding me once you take away mathematical order you have taken away order itself once you take away mathematical order, you have taken away order itself. Once those rules of one plus one equals two, and, and, and that was the whole idea behind between but, but with God causing man and woman, those that one plus one to 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 uh, to be two, twain, one together, and then they multiply. You see, the whole idea behind that is that that th there are certain uh, realities 
And the definitions of those realities should not be changed, but we have changed them because now you have uh, uh, transgenders in the Olympics lifting weight. Yeah, against women. Transgendered man lifting weight against women. In, in what what universe is, is that even does that even sound right? He's competing a uh, no no you're calling him a transgendered man. What makes that happen? Uh, not the chromosomal, not the not 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 that part of of of, of his manhood is taken. So the strength is there. Why? Because he's a man who feels like a woman, who feels like she can lift weight. There are plenty of women who can lift weight, but they're women. And uh, this is a man who is a man who feels like he can lift weight, and he naturally can lift more weight at the weight range, whatever woman he's competing against, he can naturally lift more weight than she can. That's just the way that is. And any man in a comparable size to any woman is just naturally stronger. That's, that's the way it is. It, it has nothing to do with us trying to tilt the scale or anything, and it's a reason for it. There's some, there is one part of that species that is meant to be the hunter and the protector, and that one is naturally supposed to be stronger, not smarter, Nece- not necessarily. I'm certainly not smarter than, uh, you know, I'm not smarter, never was. I was stronger. And I can make things happen in some ways that uh, men were supposed to make happen. I was was able to do for my family because of that role that I was given naturally, and she was able to do for our family because of the role that she's given naturally, you know? Not smarter, but different roles. And the role of a man lifting weight against a woman is out of balance. Because you're lifting weight against someone who you think you are. But in reality, you're not. And I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, hey, you wake up uh, tomorrow and you feel like, uh, you know, feel like a woman. I mean, hey, dude, go for it. I don't know how much longer, you know, we'll hang out together. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't But anyway. (laughs) But uh, I'm just saying. You can do what you want to do. And wherever those chips fall, whether the chips fall wherever they may. And people, uh, you're true friends, and they're your true friends regardless of what the heck it is, right? Hey, we all have cousins who are gay. I have gay cousins. Sure do. Oh, yeah. I love them very much, male and females, gay cousins. I have them. They're in my family. They're in your family, too. You may not know it, but they're in your family, too. Oh, you better believe it. But when it comes to competition, where are we going with this? And, and Mario Cuomo, 
swinging all the way back was at least an equal opportunity. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if he patted, went, patted for men on the butt. Although, hey, I know guys who have. They meant nothing by it. My coach did it all the time. And you would have to tell me, I would be convinced that John Wayne was gay than my coach. He was not. But he pat you on the butt all the time. Uh, Andrew's kind of jockish like that. Uh, so I can see that happening with the guys. But uh, you have to sort of get a, ha- get a handle on yourself when you are um, around women. And, hey, listen, I take a lot of pictures, a lot of pictures. Uh, there's a line you don't cross when you're taking a picture, period, with women. Evidently, the governor crossed that line on several occasions. Does tell me this, though. You had better be very careful from this point on, whoever you are, if you're in the public eye taking pictures with women. If any of this was contrived against the governor, uh, you would be very, very careful if you're concerned. Well, he's not conservative. But I tell you what, his own people went after him. He's a liberal guy. You've got to be very careful these days. If you're in the public eye and people are wanting to take pictures and do all that. It's better in the conservative camp. We're, we're a little bit more sensible over there. But still, you better beware. You better be real careful. Whoever you are in the public eye. From this point on, Governor Mario Cuomo resigns the gubernatorial office, the governorship of the great state of New York. And um, what will happen, we will see as the day day unfolds, and it's going to be an unfoldingly fast day here. There is no doubt about it. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryan Show. Dr. Yosaref, uh, Raphael Yosaref, will be my special guest coming up top of the next hour, right after the news. Don't go anywhere. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Second half. C.L. Bryant Show. Second hour 
of the C.L. Bryant Show. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation. Hey, that last uh, hour featured um, a good buddy, Moon Griffon, the voice of Louisiana. Just Google him, Moon Griffon, the voice of Louisiana. And uh, he was my special guest uh, last uh, last uh, hour. And I got to tell you something. Moon said it very well, and I totally agree with him. Moon said it very well. He said that what has just happened is that it makes it easier for people to be poor in America. And you, you just take that to heart because there is no way that the government can possibly give you money other than to make you poor, other than to keep you poor. There's just no way. And so when we look at the, the influx of people into the country and when we look at uh, the freedom that's bursting out all around the world, we look at one of the nations, island nation, that's closest to us, and that is the island of Cuba. And what's going on there with the bursting out of liberty? And I'm bringing on now someone who you're familiar with. Uh, he's a friend of mine, Dr. Rafael Yosef, who uh, lives down in Miami. And uh, he is of Cuban extraction, and he has incredible insight into what's really going on and the purpose behind uh, what's going on. Help me welcome back to the show my good buddy, Dr. Rafael Yosef. Welcome to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, bud? Hey, C.L., how are you, my brother? Doing so good uh, now that you're on the line with me to help me make some sense of what's going on. Tell us, first of all, is the Cuba Libre movement as alive today as it may have been back when you were coming along, when we were coming along? Right. And even more so. Uh, however, it's uh, very difficult to make sense of things that are happening. Uh, I mean, the things that are happening are obvious, but it's difficult to make sense of the reaction of the world, which is essentially to look the other way. Uh, there's no interest in helping uh, countries like Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua, even though they are eating up at the fabric of our continent and our world. We are, you know, liberty and freedom is being eroded everywhere, including our nation, because we look the other way. We look the other way. Let me ask you this. Uh, now, this was floated to me. And it, it, it's going to be a topic that's going to be coming up pretty soon. But I, I got to get your take on it. What if Cuba became, as it was at one time, it truly was at one time, uh, a satellite of America? Because Batista had sold his soul to the American ambassadors. And, and, and is that a possibility that Cuba could actually become a satellite again, a true satellite of America? Uh, by a satellite of America, you mean what? Uh, I mean, America uh, will be able to dictate things for Cuba. America, yeah, America Cuba actually. Cuba will be fully aligned with uh, American free and free principles. The free principle Even aspect, this. the free principle aspect of it, and we be the guiding hand to help them restructure uh, a republic there in Cuba. 
Do you think that that type of thing, that type of working could happen? Who has to be moved? What has to happen for that type of thing to happen? Well, the only thing that needs to happen is for the communist government to be toppled down. And, and they need to be toppled because these people, when they have that power, they never, they never, ever give it up. So they need to be toppled, either by force or by threat of force or by something that makes them flee the nation. Uh, because otherwise uh, they will never leave power. As long as they control the corrupted army, uh, they will never leave power by, by themselves because uh, they, don't, they don't have one fiber of goodness in their soul. When you and, speak uh, to... So all, all, all it takes for Cuba to become prosperous, again, is a free government and a free Cuba, and Cubans are very uh, enterprising people. The proof of that is that, that Cubans as a group, they do well everywhere, and they're prosperous, prosperous everywhere in the world, except inside Cuba. Do you, right in, in your conversations uh, there within the Cuban community and people that you know, uh, in the Cuban community, in the Latin community, is there then that kind of mood brewing among, because uh, many times revolution has to happen among the young people, the overthrow of something uh, like, like the communists there in Cuba uh, have to be done by young people. Fidel was a young man, although he went bad, with real bad. But just the same, is that type of revolutionary mood actually beginning to uh, uh, grow and, 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 and blossom in, in the hearts of, 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 of Cuba's young and, and among the Cuban people. Are you sensing that? Well, I, I think it is, and the proof of that was uh, the recent uh, event there where, where uh, you know, tens of thousands of people uh, just went out on the, on the streets in a multitude of cities across the island. And uh, they stayed outside on the, you know, until... Uh, they found no help from outside the world, including from the United States, and they were uh, uh, subdued by the uh, by the government and by the uh, useful fools that the government uh, be, uh, unleashed onto them with uh, with uh, weapons, which the Cuban free you know the Cuban people don't have any weapons to defend themselves. So you, you saw, I mean, you in the images, I'm sure, of, of uh, people being beaten out on the street and uh, uh, shot. And uh, then once they retreated to their houses, they were easy prey because then they they declare a COVID emergency or got to stay in their house. And then they go home by home picking them up and taking them to, to, to jail and torturing them and doing everything. Like, for example, I'll give you an example. The, the two uh, sets of uh, Cuban people decided to uh, take on, uh, take off to the to the water and come to the United States. One in a small, uh, f- a few group of of uh, nine of them or something like that in a twenty-one foot boat, foot boat and uh, another group of three or four in a, in a uh, makeshift raft. They were picked up by the Coast Guard and returned to Cuba. Nobody knows where they are. Wow! Because what happens is if if that happens and you leave Cuba, then you return to Cuba. They consider you a desertor, like if, like if you were part of an army. And it is the same thing, is because you are supposed to respect the Communist Party, and the Communist Party is the state. So if you if you leave the country, instead of like being able to leave the country, if you are returned back forcefully, then they consider you a desertor and uh, you are a traitor. Wow. So nobody knows where these people are. So the United States returned them while at the same time letting more than 200,000 people come into the frontier 
southern border every day. Wow. And so by returning these Cubans who were wanting to have the same freedom as those who are pouring over the southern border, by returning them to Cuba, they basically signed their death warrant when they returned them back to Cuba, or they uh, signed a, a warrant that would make life incredibly hard for them. Is that what you're telling us? That is, that is exactly what I'm telling you. But you said that they signed their, their death sentence. I am not sure that they would be killed, but they are considered deserters, so that is a very uh, possibility. But to, to compare these people with the people, that are, the people that are coming in through the southern border from all over the world, not just from the from the, you know, Central America, but from all over the world to compare those to to, to uh, the people fleeing Cuba that are really, free, uh, you know, fleeing oppression, political oppression and repression, to compare those with these people that are essentially most of them, not all of them, but most of them, coming for financial, uh, you know, being financial opportunities and, and things like, uh, you know, being in the United States rather than in their countries, that are poor, because you have to consider these people are, are paying $12,000, $14,000 per person to the Coyotes. Where do they get that money from? Where do they so get that they, money they, from? Right, and if, they, if, they, if those people are returned to their country, they are free to go back to their country on their own. But if they are, let's say, returned to their country because they are not admitted into the United States, and they are returned to their countries, they are still free people in their countries. Now, they just have, they just don't have, they might have, uh, you know, poor economic circumstances and uh, things like that. But don't tell me that it's because they feel unsafe, because people feel unsafe in the United States right now. You know, I'm on with Dr. Uh, Rafael Yosoref. And, uh, Doctor, let me ask you this then in, con- in, in relationship to uh, the people who are coming in who are unmasked, unvaccinated, but they're pouring in. Uh, when we talk about the increase in COVID cases in Texas and in Florida, where you are, where I am, uh, when we talk about the increase of that, is it then possible to track that directly to the influx of those who are coming here unmasked, unvaccinated, unchecked? Is that is that any way a contributing factor to that. You speak to it. You're the doctor. Oh, I mean, absolutely, it is a contributing factor because they are they are bringing they are bringing viruses that they have contracted outside of the United States. So we don't know what variant it is, and they are being spread. You know, the, these people are being distributed all over the nation, not just necessarily uh, Florida and Texas. They just put on buses or, or airplanes and distribute it all over the nation. Would it be possible to trace them down? No. Why? Because the government is keeping it secret, like everything else that they are doing. So we don't know how many of these people go to, uh, you know, this place or the other place because they don't even tell the local governments. Yeah. So it, it will it will be impossible to 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 trace it down. But we know for a fact that that a high percentage of compared to the population. A high percentage of these people are, are infected, but they only find that out after they are in the country. Uh, sometimes because they, the, the Border Patrol people get a call back from the Catholic, uh, uh, you know, outfit that is helping them or whoever they are and say, you know, these people that you brought in here, we tested them and they're positive. But nothing is done. Yeah. So no vaccines, no treatment, nothing. 
now they become uh, you know a, a burden for the local uh, for the local uh, healthcare system. You know where they were uh, 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 taken to. When we look at so the possibility. Raphael, when we look at the possibility of America masking up and shutting down again, you came from an environment. You've told me about uh, how you were, were able to get away from the, the type of environment uh, and your parents were able to get away from the type of environments where government had an incredibly heavy hand. Is the lockdown uh, design, is, is that designed to give government more control over the population. Speak to us about it. I think at this point, that is absolutely true. It's uh, social control of the population and give more power to the unions and things like that. Because these things have absolutely no scientific basis. Because first of all, if what they are mandating is is masks, everybody should know that 99.9% of the masks that people are using are essentially and totally useless for the prevention of disease or transmission of disease because they do not filter anything. They are nothing but a social statement and virtue signaling. Most of, most of them are, and, and if you talk about the, the, close one, the close ones and the bandanas that people are using, like, like the, the uh, you know, the train rubbers used to use in the, yeah. in the West, yeah. right? Those things are just pieces of clothing. And then the mask, the, the people are using them day after day, day after day, so the mask, you know, becomes uh, something worse than nothing. Wow. It's not only useless, but become worse than nothing. So and, when we, we talk uh, about masking talk about up... Children, when you talk about children at this point, that's child abuse, and that is to satisfy the teachers' union, which have become treasonous to their purpose. The teacher unions are supposed to represent the teachers, but the teachers are supposed to defend the kids that they educate. Instead, they have become the customer of the school boards. Forget the kids. Wow. Wow. And, and folks, this is happening all over. It's even happening in medicine. You and your doctor no longer really have a personal relationship, your personal physician. I want to transition to that topic as well, because if you control, if government controls your health, if government controls uh, how you get your health, Raphael, isn't that uh, the most major way, uh, most monumental way they can control you? Talk to us. There's three things, three things that all of these uh, tyrannical governments do. Not only the communist governments, any tyrannical government, but especially the socialist governments. The first thing is they take the, the, the weapons away from the people. Okay, so no people have no way to defend themselves. Okay, and uh, most of these countries don't have like a second amendment, like we have, and these people are trying to destroy. Okay, the second, the, the, the second, the second thing is they control. The food, and the third thing is they control the healthcare system. So there are three things that you need: the healthcare system and the food that you eat in order to survive, and uh, and the weapons to defend yourself against that government that becomes tyrannical. And you see that happening here. You they're see our weapons every time that something happens. They try to take away our weapons and and, and restrict uh, our freedom to bear arms. And the, the, the food, they try to control the supplies and things like that. And then the health care, we, we don't need to discuss it. Since, the, since the, the time of Medicare, they've been trying to socialize medicine, which is essentially socialized in this country, except 
for the owners of the insurance companies and the executives of the insurance companies and the government. There's a lot of money to be made in medicine by the, by the people, by the businessmen in medicine, by the insurance companies and the executives of the insurance companies, not for the doctors, for the hospitals, and certainly not for the patients. When I return, I know that you're involved in some things there in uh, South Florida that I'd like for you to talk about and some things that you might want others to know about when we return. Raphael, I want you to stay with me through the break. Don't go anywhere. Michelle, hold him right there. I want to talk to him for a few minutes uh, on the other side of the short break. We're on with uh, Dr. Raphael Yosereth of uh, South South Florida, a good friend of mine, known him for years. He is a great patriot. And uh, there are some things that uh, he's involved in that I'm going to let him tell you about and uh, tell you more about himself as well and how to get in touch with him if you want to talk to him and so forth because he always gives keen insight into the uh, idea of being a person who came to this country and enjoy the fruits thereof of America and understands that it can be enjoyed by anyone if we're not robbed of it. And he's made it his business uh, to uh, make sure that you, me, uh, understand the greatness of this country. Dr. Rafael Yosarev is my special guest, and, and we'll be back with him after these words. I had on with me earlier in the show Moon Graffon. Uh, Moon Graffon, the voice of Louisiana, a good friend, and he said this to us. He said that what's happening now is an effort to make it easier for Americans to remain poor. That was never our desire as Americans to be wards of the government, be wards of the state. Our desire was always to bust loose and make our own way in our own way. But that's being robbed out of the hearts of our children everybody gets a trophy type mentality is, is, is everywhere. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. Going to come back with Dr. Raphael Yosereth when the CL Bryant show returns. Don't you go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Our hearts are bowing. 
Across the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the C.L. Bryant Show is coming to you live today over Red State, the largest talk platform in America. Traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and the Talk Monster Billboard, the Red State Talk Billboard is there 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. C.L. Bryant Show pops up there, and C.L. looking right back at you. There in Times Square, I certainly do appreciate you coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. And hey, my special guest today, building the bridge, putting his planks down in this bridge to conversation is my good friend, uh, Dr. Raphael Yosereff. Dr. Tell us this, how to get in touch with you. If people want to hear your thoughts, hear what you're talking about, hear what's going on, tell us what's, what, uh, how to do that, uh, Rafael Yosereff. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a private individual. Uh, I don't have any uh, blogs or anything like that, but they can check you know, my website. I do that in D. Uh, I do that in D.com. And, uh, you know, my Instagram uh, is uh, also I do IND. Um, so, uh, you know, we've been there, post, uh, things all the time. I, uh, they can follow me, uh, on, uh, on, uh, Twitter. Since I, uh, that's where I post, uh, most of my, my things and responses to interesting things that I read, uh, every day and I respond to them. So, uh, and other than that, they can just write to me. They can find my, uh, email, my website. They can write to me and I'll be happy to respond. Thank you so much for that. Now, there are some things happening down in Florida, down in South Florida in particular, that you are engaged in, and I want you to shed light on those things now for us, Dr. Yosereff, for those who might want to help you and get involved in what's going on. Talk to us. Right, and and I'm I'm eager to speak about that. However, I want to mention prior to going into that briefly about what your previous uh, guest said, that they, that the government just wants to make it pe- uh, easy for people to remain poor. And that is exactly true, putting another way. But if you see uh, what's happened since uh, Lyndon Johnson's great society, you know, with Medicare and all of the social programs and the war on poverty and all of that, the minorities that have remained uh, under that auspices of the government that have been dependent of the government are even more dependent and ever more poor. However, being poor in America is not the same thing as being poor anywhere else in the world. But anyways, so these societies, they remain poor. Why? Because they remain dependent on the government. And that is what the government wants. They want you to be dependent on the government instead of being, uh, you know, part of the working class and, and uh, sending it to, into the different ranks of, of society and financial prosperity like everybody is capable, very well capable of doing. Anyways. Dependent and poor. Go ahead. Go ahead, Raphael. No, but going into what's happening down here in Florida is the same thing that is happening all over the nation. This is not just uh, restricted to Florida, but it's the insidious uh, infiltration through our, uh, you know, corporate world and and finally into our uh, lower education, uh, like uh, K to to grade uh, grade twelve, uh, you know, uh, high uh, high school, lower education, which is the the infiltration of uh, the CRT, uh, critical race theory, and uh, uh, 
diversity, inclusion, and equity, and all of those uh, things into the curric curriculum of every school uh, to be taught and inculcated into every children's, into every child's mind. And that is happening all over the nation. I mean, that needs to be fought because it is inconceivable that after this country has twice elected a black president and has given him the chance to uh, direct America's president for two consecutive terms, racial, uh, you know, racial integrity and, and racial relations have, in spite of getting better, have gotten so much worse. And the reason why is because it's been made to be like that on purpose. And that is part of American Marxism. And, uh, and American Marxism, which is different from Marxism everywhere else in the world, instead of dividing people between classes, you know, the bourgeoisie against the working class and all of that stuff, since they cannot do that in America because we have such a big and prosperous middle class, they have used race. And, and me... now the, the, the LGBT movement, transgenderism, gender neutral, and, and choose your own pronoun and all that stuff to divide us by gender, divide us by race, divide us by things that are biologically intrinsic to society and biologically intrinsic to the human being. And they are dividing us by group, by the color of our skin, by the, not only by your, your sex or gender at birth, but that, that the one that you're supposed to just be free at any age to choose. And they are using all those things to divide us. And when they divide us and get us fighting against each other, that's when they come in and bring all of the government forces to supposedly solve the problem and unify us. And what they do is what they've been doing is perpetuating all of these divisions. They're perpetrating division. The and everything else. They're lying to you. In other, they're lying to you. They think that they're making you believe that they're going to bring you, but they're wanting to control you and dominate you. You know, uh, one thing about it, uh, Doctor Yosef, is this: um, I was, I was, I was looking at a place as diverse as Miami and South Florida. South Florida is one of the most diverse places on on the globe. It would have to be. And uh, uh, how is it possible that an idea like critical race theory can even take hold in South Florida when South Florida is absolutely diverse as far as uh, bloodlines and all that type thing is concerned. That, that just doesn't make any sense why America would buy into such a thing. Speak to us about that. Right. But, but, but the thing is, it, 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 has taken, it has taken root in secrecy because nobody knew that this was happening. This is, has all been done in secrecy. You know, remember last year when things were becoming to be discovered because of, uh, you know, uh, a uh, secret tape that was taken in a classroom or something, you know, uh, a whistleblower that said this and that. And then all of those things began to be suppressed by me, by mainstream media and things like that. But by the time that, that people, like, really began to realize what was going on, it's already everywhere. What I have not been able to understand is because people are, people are fighting against it. You know, the majority of people, Democrats, Republicans, independents, everybody, is, is the majority of everybody or every group is beginning to fight against it because it's against our, our individualism, our roots, our freedom, our basic instincts. But the, pro the problem is, and the only thing that I have not been able to understand ever, is how this 
big corporations like Coca-Cola and, uh, you know, the big uh, corporations have bought into these things. And they have. This military being being, uh, indoctrinated with all all this uh, bullcrap. Absolutely. Those things I do not understand because big corporations have lawyers and they have people that can research these things and realize, for example, that the directors and the founders of Black Lives Matter are self-declared Marxists. And these people just make money and enrich themselves just like all of the other, um, uh, you know, experts, quote-unquote experts, that people hire as advisors in the schools and in the corporations to promote uh, diversity and inclusion and all that stuff. All of these people make salaries in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. They all write books. They all become millionaires in two years. At the expense of what? At the expense of indoctrinating and pushing this BS down to the people. Let me ask you this, um, uh, Dr. Uh, Rafael Yosales is my guest. Uh, Governor Mario Cuomo has just uh, resigned, and uh, some months ago I uh, released a uh, YouTube uh, video that did very well that indicated that he would be the one to kick the door open for us to see what's actually going on in that Democrat Party. His lies are absolutely uh, identical to the same lies that uh, the Democrat Party has been telling America. Will we get a chance to see, will we get a chance to to see how the Democrats are being exposed? I really believe God is revealing something to us. Talk to us about it. Well, the thing is, people like you and I and people who really uh, have an open mind and understand these things and, and read and and listen to everything across the board, those people are awakened and have realized it a long time ago. Now it's even more evident because now they have just taken their, their mask off and are going at it for broke because they realize that they probably this is their last chance to, to do these things by changing the election laws and bankrupting the country so that people will have to become dependent on the government and destroying private businesses and things like that. But the people, the, the general population will not realize it. Why? Because... 99% of the media, the mainstream media, is nothing but the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. And now with all of the, all the, all the, uh, you know, the, the social media and all of that stuff, they are point blank, canceling and censoring anything that goes against their narrative. So it's very difficult to get the, the word out. And that is why more people are not on to, to what these people are doing. The people that really believe in what they're doing are a small minority, a very, very small minority. Then there's another group of people that are not not interested or not very much aware of what's going on. And those are the useful fools that exist in every society, okay? Because they still believe that the Democratic Party is the Democratic Party of the parents of 25, 30 years ago. And it is not. It's like when Bill Clinton was confronted with... Uh, Monica. With a Republican, a Republican Congress, and they forced him to to uh, sign uh, uh, welfare reform. He was pragmatic, and he saw the writing on the wall, so he signed the welfare law. But he wanted to socialize medicine, if we remember, right? Right, right. But he saw the writing on the wall when the when the Republican Party came out with with a contract with America, 
and he saw the writing on the wall, and he signed welfare reform. And what happened? He was able to be the first president in a long time to sign a balanced budget, a Democrat. And that's why he's become, his legacy is that of a good president, because he was pragmatic, and he did these things that were good for the country, not for his party necessarily, and not for what he personally wanted to do. This is but the- these people are, so, they've become so radical that they would have never signed uh, like like this atrocity of uh, $1.2 trillion that 18 or 16 Republicans are signing with the with the Democrats. The Democrats would have never done that with a Republican president. Never. They never would right. have, Rafael. So why don't we Republicans, why don't the Republicans learn their lessons? They want, you know what? That's the one thing that really troubles me about the coming election in 2022. And that is Republicans seem to always find a way, doctor, to mess it up. Some way or another, they always find a way to mess it up. Although okay. Moon Griffon would tell you that he honestly believes that the Trump election was indeed uh, stolen. But just the same, uh, that's what Moon Griffon might well, I guess. Be, I, I, be, I believe that too. And, and the reason why, why I continue to believe it is because of all of the obfuscation and and uh, censoring and, and hiding of, of of everything and suppression of the investigations and things like that. They had, they had nothing to hide. Just let us have a, a full and, and, and complete investigation. And if it's true that it wasn't stolen, then we all say, okay, we thought it was stolen because of all the, the things that were changed and things like that, but at the end it was not fine. Well, I want to... If, 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 you, if, you, be, if you behave like, like a government that has a, a lot of things to hide, it's because you have a lot of things to hide. And that's exactly what's going on. There are many things to hide. Well, Raphael, I want to thank you for being on with me here today. You know you're always welcome to come on uh, the show. And whatever we can do to help you. you in your endeavors down there in South Florida, you know I'm right here in right up the beach from you now, man. And uh, we can yeah. we can hook up just about any time. Well, give me thirty seconds. Uh, thirty seconds is to say that uh, the, the present battle for the conscious and the, the mind of our children is in the schools right now, in front of the school boards, and and letting everybody know what's happening in the schools with the indoctrination, with the critical race theory, and. Uh, uh, diversity and inclusion and, and, and all of those theories and equity, which is different from equality, equity, which is uh, the, the, the same results, not rather the same, not the same opportunity, but the same results. So that's our present battle for the minor rights children. And everybody needs to know it and everybody needs to talk about it and oppose it. Dr. Rafael Yosarev, hey, me and my friend will be down to see you soon. You need to meet her, too. And, uh, hey, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you, Rafael. Continue to fight the good fight. Okay. Thank you. You, too. Talk to you soon. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. And I want to thank all of you for having come along with us uh, here today. be coming up. Uh, here soon. Hey, I want to give a, a special shout out to my uh, my friend Leanne. Hope that uh, you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day today. And to all of you who make the show go, uh, that's our newest addition, uh, Leanne. And I want to thank Jared and, of course, my right hand girl, Friday, my executive producer, uh, Michelle, is uh, uh, brought on Moon today. And also, um, 
brought on um, here, Dr. Yosaref. The team is really firing it up. We're we're doing good. We're doing good, and I thank all of you for making the show as um, popular as it has been. And I, of course, I want to thank thank my team uh, too. And I think I left off Scott Adams, but uh, yeah, Leanne, uh, Jared, Scott, and Michelle. Uh, yeah, I want to thank all of you for uh, helping this to go and grow. Hey, listen, when the C.L. Bryant show returns, there's a topic that uh, is beginning to really, you know, boil up. And it's one that we got to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about it from the C.L. perspective. You see, uh, Moon Griffon said this <clears throat> earlier in the show. Excuse me. Moon said this early in the show. He said that um, what's happening, you're watching it happen. You're, wa- you're watching it happen. With your own lying eyes, with your own lying eyes, you are watching this happen. Moon said that what we're watching happen is a program by the spending of all this money. Because if you think beef and all that is high now, if you're having trouble making ends meet now, if you're having trouble making ends meet now, uh, you, you, you haven't seen anything yet. If this becomes a reality, Moon said they're making it easier for Americans to remain poor. And I can tell you this. There is no way that any government entity can provide you a living that will make you wealthy. Collectively, we just don't have that kind of money. We just don't. Any country who has ever tried to do it is broke, busted, and disgusted. That's what's happening. In Cuba, China, Russia, America's the only one who still has the free market system. And the people who you are putting your trust in, and I'm thanking God that Andrew Cuomo has resigned. You need to go. Maybe the folks in New York can do something better. Kick de Blasio out and you'll be on your way to a better time. But I want to talk to you about something that's going to that's on the horizon right now and you're feeling it yourself. We're going to talk about it when we return. The home stretch of the CL Bryant show today. Uh yeah. On um let me tell you something. Don't go anywhere. You want to hear this. You 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 don't want to go anywhere. You want to hear this. I got I to gotta run this past you. I'll be right back. I'm CL. But I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. 
across the fruited plains, uh, uh, throughout the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. You become a part of it, not a part of its destruction, as so many are taking part in. Senator Bill Cassidy, I'm going to out you one more time. Me and Moon Griffon went after you, man, as you should be gone after for voting the way you did with those Democrats to push this monstrosity off on the American people that the American children will be born into poverty. They'll be ward to the state. From now on, they will never be able to pay them their way out of debt, even though they live in the greatest technological time in the world. Only the haves and the have-nots will emerge with this type of thing. And if you think you had problems paying your bills, buying groceries and all that kind of thing, um, in um, the past, <clears throat> then I am telling you, it's about to get worse for you. It's about to get worse. And now listen, it's been hot around the country. And the West, uh, California, of course, California burns down every year. We expect that. Uh, but it's, it's hot. Okay. It's hot. Summertime, it gets hot. That's what happens, right? I remember it being hot when I was a kid and the summer was hot. It was hot. But now any time that you have what they call record breaking heat, you know what happens up pops the heads of all of the climate change, the earth warming, global warming, uh, you know, advocates that pop up. Now, now, hey, listen, anybody knows that, yeah, maybe the earth is, has warmed, but it's also cooled. Now, this is what you need to look out for. The new religion, of course, is centered around climate change and, and, and encompassed in all of that, believe it or not, it's critical race theory and Antifa and Black Lives Matter. All of all of that. It's the same. It's the same uh, movement. Uh, different faces traveling in the same vehicle. Yeah, climate change, critical race theory, uh, Black Lives Matter. You know. LGBT, whatever, you know, gender, all of those are the, it's a part of the same movement to tear down a society. Now, listen, when it comes to climate change, there's some common sense that you need to apply. And it's, it, it all comes with your hearing. You got to hear what the weatherman is saying to you. I'm, a, I'm sort of a weather junkie at times. I haven't had a chance to be a weather junkie much living here. I haven't been here for any storms or anything like that. I just, I just love to keep track of that kind of thing. So this is what I, I, I encourage you to do the next time you're listening to the, the news and they're talking about the heat and how uh, uh, the earth is warming and how it's hotter now than it's ever. No, they'll turn right around and say that this broke a record that has stood for a hundred years. What? So you mean to tell me that it was this hot a hundred years ago? Before we entered into this boom of the industrial revolution? 
You mean you mean it was this hot? And you mean there was a record hot before then? Right? Oh, 50 years before that, which means 150 years ago. That was, was right during the Civil War. You mean the Civil War caused the earth to warm up? May have, but it must have cooled down over that 100-year period of time because you, Mr. Weatherman, who advocates global warming, have just told me that today's temperature broke a record that goes back 100 years, which means it must have been as hot or hotter then. Has California been burning down since the beginning of human memory? Yeah. It was a natural way when the lightning struck that underbrush to thin out the underbrush. Stuff began to grow again. It had nothing to do with global warming. It had to do with the natural order of uh, nature. And friends, I am telling you that they are trying to push you into hysteria, not only over COVID, but they got little kids, and then, yo, hey, okay, the polar ice caps, they got little kids crying over the cold. The polar bear is not going to have anywhere to go if all the ice melts in the north and, you know, the polar ice caps, if they melt. Believe me, believe this. You believe this. If the polar bears get hungry, they will migrate south and eat whatever they choose to eat. Don't cry for the polar bear. <laughs> he, he will adapt. You got little kids just boo-hoo-hooing over the poor little polar bear. No, the polar bear will migrate south and eat you. If he if he if he is in the stretch, if he's in the tight. But friends, if the if it's never been this hot before, then you can't break any records that existed a hundred years ago, right? If if if, if it, it had to be at least that hot a hundred years ago. And as for COVID, which is a part of this whole scheme, I want you to think about it. As for COVID, now, common sense again, can't, it, it can't be as uh, too tragic on the earth if it was this tragic on the earth 100 years ago with the heat, right? Okay, same thing with the common sense of COVID. Are, are we re- hearing reports? Is CNN reporting? Is MSNBC reporting? Is Fox reporting? Uh, any of these migrants having to drop dead or are these migrants the ones who are inhabiting the ICU units, the uh, emergency units of our hospitals? Is it them? Or is it hysterical Americans who medical science is taking advantage of in pushing the narrative? of COVID running rampant. My point is this. You have people pouring over the southern border in droves. Nearly a million of them have come into this country. They're going well, wherever they're going. That's where they're going. But we're not hearing reports of them dropping dead of COVID, even though we know that most of them coming in have it. 
and they're giving it to us. But everybody's going to have to get it either by shot or by exposure anyway. Huh? Everybody's going to have to be exposed to it. Even if you get the shot, you're still going to be exposed to COVID. It's going to get on you, get in you. But evidently, it's not killing folks the way that they would want you to believe it is. And the common sense should say, then, if it is as bad as it is, why is is all of these, why are all of these uh, officials like Nancy Pelosi and you saw Tlaib, Rashida Tlaib the other day, no mask on in a crowded place, dancing and carrying on? They don't take this serious, but they want you to be enslaved to it. Are you hearing me? They want you to be enslaved to an idea that you're fearful of. And therefore, they can control you. They can use you. They can, they, can, they can use you. For what? They can use you to keep us poor, to make Americans codependent upon them. Because even in your fear, they want you to believe. In your fear of dying, they don't want to be your friend. They want to help. They want to be your master. They want to control the way you talk, the way you think, and the way you should react. That is not a republic. That comes from a democracy, and a democracy is governed by mob rule. We are a representative republic, not a democracy. A democracy is lends itself to mob rule. I can't remember if it's Jefferson or um, one of them said, one of the founders said, democracy is the worst form of government because it lends itself to mob rule. The majority rules. And that's exactly what you're seeing happen with this stuff being shoved down our throats. And I told you at the beginning of this show, I'm telling you now as we close out today's show. And hey, you folks in Phoenix, I'm coming your way in about two days, about 48 hours. I'll be touching down there in, in Phoenix. Listen. They want to control you. Push back and stand up against it. I told you uh, prophetically just um, months ago now, back in March, I believe it was, that Mario, that uh, Andrew Cuomo would be exactly what we need to kick the door open to see what these Democrats have been about. Today, of course, he resigns. Good. But he's only going to lay low until the smoke clears. You ain't seen the last of Andrew Cuomo. Or his little brother, Chris. You ain't seen the last of them. He's going to lay low. I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you, um, in this business, you have to say you told you. So if you don't toot your own horn, if you don't blow your own horn in this business, your horn is not going to get blown or tooted. 
You can believe that. Your horn will remain mute if you don't blow it. I'm telling you that you ain't heard the last of him. He will return. The Dems don't have anybody else. Ooh, Bernie's going to run again? Acacia? Are you kidding? Although I tell you what, as Looney Tunes as this whole thing is, I would not be surprised if she did run for office and God forbid, we would certainly, uh, hey, we would just have to uh, (laughs) pick up and move to uh, parts unknown. Maldives, Leanne, (laughs) you know, we just have to leave here. If she got anywhere near, anywhere near, the Oval Office. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to yet, uh, bringing us through yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds with their guns. And until I'm able to speak to you again, my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God will bless and keep you all. Mm-hmm.